Hi everyone, my name is Tracy Vigitoro and I apologize for laughing, but if you could only see the behind the scenes stuff, you would have laughed too. <laughs> Today is Saturday, August the 3rd, 2019. It's so pretty outside, it's sunny once again outside and today my husband Pastor Gian and I are going to share some wonderful things with you today concerning um, concerning Jacob and Joseph and that time period but before we start I wanted to share with some, something with you that I had found just here recently um, you know how things get packed away I had found this um, thing this is something that my, my mom had typed up for my brother and I um, back in for Christmas of 1990 <laughs> so this is 19 years ago and as you can see there's a couple hearts on here she had actually she's a painter and so she just quickly did something for the hardcover which is pretty cool and inside you know she dedicates it to my brother and I and um, but she goes through the story of my brother and I and my mom her and dad how they started dating and just all kinds of different unique and funny stories and um, she ends it with scripture but it's just basically the story of how we grew up and how much we were loved how much we were wanted to be with mom and dad and um, I remember when mom gave this to us to my brother she said this is for both of you and we opened it at the same time and I opened it up and um, when I realized what it was I immediately, I immediately started reading because I wanted to know the stories and um, I just sat there crying and everybody was opening presents and I remember mom had to get my attention. <laughs> I said, okay, I just wanted to read this. She said, well, you can read it later, but it's been such, it's such a treasure for me to have from my mom. She took her time to type this up on a typewriter, I'm sure, an IBM Selectric, I'm sure is what she used. <laughs> and um, didn't have computers back then, not in our house. And um, just means, so much to me to have this treasure and it truly is a treasure from my mom it is a beautiful treasure and also i have a treasure that i want to share with you today these are the passports of my grandmother can you believe it these were issued in the 1960s and 1970s it wasn't 90s <laughs> 1970s and 1980s i mean this is and uh so you know the picture of my grandmother she was already old at that point and uh, she is already with the Lord she, and how did you come across these well I have here you know in the house we have a little place what is the name of that thing we have a curio cabinet with different collectibles in there I always forget the name of that thing and there we have little treasures yes and there's where I have these passports. Right. but where did you have where did you get them well at some point I spoke with my dad Oh, okay. When, whenever my mom, my grandma went to the Lord, and I said, "Dad, can I, can I keep this passport?" Oh, okay. Right. So that, that's. You the think, story. you know, you think, why, why would a child want that? But aren't you glad you've got them? Absolutely. I mean, years and years later, those are things that you're like, oh, these are such treasures. And you know, my my grandma used to live in a coffee farm, and she spoiled me. You know, I'm the oldest of six children, and the and the oldest <laughs> of the grandkids. Very spoiled. Very spoiled by her. My parents were very strict, strict. with me. You know, disciplined and all that. But the grandmother, I don't know if it was this one, yes. would spank him with pantyhose. Exactly. It's like, 
<laughs> and she would say, just yell out that you're hurting. Ow! <laughs> he was spoiled. <laughs> we all have our treasures in our memories, don't we? I think it's beautiful. Today we want to talk with you about the scripture, the Bible, the Word of God. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful Saturday, August the 3rd, 2019, from Odessa, Texas. From the Great West. Woo! Everyone's going, who cares? <laughs> well, it is nice out here. We love it. Yesterday we went to the movies, and while we are driving on the Loop 338, uh -huh. Then we see all this new construction. Oh, good. When you go through yes. Caldry and. Uh, Tons of people are moving here all over the world. We have a couple in our church, yeah. can we say, yeah. are moving from California to here. Hi, Tim and Mary. Tim and Mary. So, and we call them in from the north, the south, the east, and the west. So I told them, I said, when we said west, God just called y'all from California to come to Odessa. Well, last week, while we were broadcasting this Bible study, I remember that in some point, we were inviting people to church. And this last Saturday, last Tuesday, we had a wonderful surprise. Yes, we did this. We did the same thing last Saturday, a little Bible study, correct? And then Tuesday night, um, we had our church Bible study with our members. and um, Olivia showed up. A, yeah, a little bit after we had started, this person, we're in a separate room now. We're in a little Bible study room away from the front door. And all of a sudden, we hear someone walking going, hello, hello. And we're going, who is that? We don't recognize the voice. And one, Penny went and, and got her and brought her in. But her name is Olivia, and she came to the Bible study because she had seen this last oh, Saturday <laughs> and she's so excited she's so excited she's gonna be there tomorrow and she just can't go on she just went on and on and on about I'm so glad I've got new friends and a place to go swimming and she's so excited it is great so we are going to do a Bible study okay not just the, the chit chat here with you because I know you want to hear something from God yes I know you do all right what is, what is the story of today? What is the lesson today? Today the lesson is called, It's Not That Easy. Okay. And it's on Genesis 44, Lesson 83. Wow. And it's, um, you know, Jacob had, or Israel had many, he had 12 children. And this is the story about when Joseph is in um, Egypt. Correct. And he is um, over everything. He's second in power um, to Pharaoh. And this is the story about Joseph not yet revealing himself to their bro his brothers at that point. Keep going. They they had come. The brothers had come for grain, and if you remember from last week, they Joseph accused them of being spies, but he knew who they were. You know, these are the brothers that that threw him down in a well and were gonna leave him for dead. But then they sold him as a slave, and he was taken off. But God was just paving the way for Joseph to help his family during this seven years of famine. And so when the brothers right. came to get grain, he recognized them. But before, he it, he wasn't just going to let them off. It wasn't just going to be that easy. And that's where the title <laughs> comes from. He was going to mess around with them a little bit. So this is, this is that story. Well, in this chapter, what happened was that the brothers came, they were concerned because they, they, they were concerned basically that the, the little brother, the youngest, Benjamin, will not return to, to Canaan, to Jacob, 
their, their father. That was their concern. Well, Be because Joseph had required, bring your youngest brother, and he had a reason for that because that is his full-blooded brother from his mom, Rachel. Correct. And he wanted to see him. Well, Judah says, I cannot go back to our father Israel if I don't have my brother Benjamin with us. My father will die. Did you say Judas? Judah. Oh, okay. Because I don't want to be confused with Judas and Judah. <laughs> no, this, no. Okay. This is not Judas Iscariot. Okay. <laughs> this is Judah. Well, Judah was scary, but that's another, yeah. that's another story. Okay, anyway, so, so that's why he wanted to see okay, well, Benjamin. That's true. But he's, he's messing around with them pretty good and has them pretty scared. And the brother's going, oh, this is all because we did this to Joseph and we lied to our dad saying he's dead. We brought his coat and it's filled with blood and your son Joseph is dead. And, <laughs> and all this started because these brothers, they were jealous Joseph. You know, how many problems do you see in life precisely out of jealousy and selfishness? People don't like to see others succeeding. Do you know, if you are watching, you are listening, probably you are trying to figure out what in the world are we doing here? <laughs> or maybe you already saw some of our videos, maybe you are following Victory Church Perhaps you are watching some of our videos. Maybe you are reading the ebooks or watching on YouTube. I don't know. Maybe you know us a little bit, right? But it's not a coincidence that you're watching us today. But I, I know that there are many people that dislike us. There are many people that they just hate us. And, and do you know why some people don't like us? Simply because they don't like to see anyone doing good. Simply, it doesn't They're matter. They're not happy and they don't want anybody else it to be happy. It doesn't matter what is the person or what is the activity, if they are entrepreneurs or they are professional singers or they have a band, they had a, a, a gallery with paintings. It doesn't matter. Haters, they always hate those who are succeeding in life, period. Or are just happy. <laughs> yeah, which is success, but... However, most people that are happy, that they are content in life or perhaps you are looking for that cherry on top of the pie. Perhaps you want to be Not totally me. I don't like cherries. <laughs> you don't like cherries? <laughs> no. You just messed up my <laughs> example. Okay. Um, whatever. Okay. Maybe drizzled with fudge on top. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> the point is, if you want to, to know more about God, you are here with us. And, and I want you to know this. It's beautiful. And I thank you for that. That's great. Now, one thing we know is that these brothers, they messed up things, and now they are trying to resolve the issue. You know, my friend, sometimes it's not that easy. And Joseph was pretty upset for everything that happened. He already forgave them. He said to himself, to God, I'm not going to do anything wrong to my brothers. I'm going to to be nice to them and take care of them because my, my father is alive in Canaan. I want to make sure that they receive food. I'm going to take care of them. I'm going to be nice to them. But it's not going to be that easy. They're not going to get off that easy. <laughs> Let me give you an example. Imagine you have a teenager kid. And uh, ask for... Bless your hearts, parents. Uh, ask, ask for permission to drive your car. And you say, okay, use the, the, the less expensive car. Okay? Use this cheap car, old whatever. And he drives it a little bit, and one day he takes the other car without permission and gets involved in an accident, calls you, 
and now you have a big issue, okay? Are you going to forgive your kid? Of course. Of course you will. You will be upset, but, but you won't let him know that. <laughs> now, whenever he comes back to the house and says, Dad, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? And you will say, yeah. But you are thinking, it's not that easy. You're going to pay. Oh, uh, you're going to pay gonna for this. You're going to suffer. Somehow, <laughs> we feel that way when people are uh, offending us, insulting us, affecting us in any way. Right? Mm -hmm. that's, that's a very normal feeling. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying we feel that way. But the truth is, sometimes there are some things that are so messed up that honestly, it's just better to restart over again. Let me give you one example. If, for instance, you have in your house an area, you are thinking in remodeling, <laughs> but you know that this particular room is just, the plumbing is messed up, the electric is messed up, the air conditioning thing is messed up, what's the point of rebuilding? Yeah, I, I don't know why I'm thinking about this right now, but my son Brian is a plumber, and I can just picture him, you know, well, no, he would never do this, but can you picture a plumber that, you know, the pipes, copper, or whatever it is they use, but instead of putting the proper pipes or whatever in there, they just take duct tape <laughs> and just, you know, okay, this will be good, this, is, this didn't cost us any money. Well, they're going to have more troubles <laughs> Later. The first thing I want you, you to, to do it right the first time. Right. The first thing that I want to share with you today is this. Whatever you are doing, do it right from the beginning. Because if you do it wrong, you know what is going to happen. It's going to fail. And then after that, you need to fix it and then fix it. And, and it, it is just a mess. It's better to do it right the first time. Now, these brothers, when they were trying to sell Joseph years ago, Probably 20-something years ago. I'm not certain about the time, but maybe 20-something years ago when, when Joseph was just a little kid. They knew in their hearts that thing was wrong. They knew it. And one of the brothers actually said, please don't do that to him. He's just a boy. Don't do that. You know that they went to the father and sold them the story that Joseph was killed by an animal. Yeah, they brought his coat and put some kind of animal's blood all over it. And they saw their father crying and suffering night after night after night. I mean, I can't even imagine doing oh. that to my parent. But you know, they knew that that was wrong. That's why when they are going through all this mess in Genesis 44, they are thinking, God is punishing us. <laughs> <laughs> well, second thing that I want to share with you today is this. If for any reason you are doing something that is wrong, you better to stop it. Better if you stop. Because if you are trying to do something that is wrong and you know it in your heart, this thing is not right. You know it in your heart. You better to stop it. Let me tell you something real quick because when I was growing up, mom always told me, because I would, I would ask, I wonder, I wonder if I should do this or not. She says, that's the first clue to tell you that it's not, it's not good. You don't need it. There's a problem here. You, if you're questioning yourself if it's right or not to do, mm. then the question, the answer is it's not right. And, and sometimes mm. it's embarrassing to admit it, but think about this. If you have to choose two options, you are doing something wrong. Option A, you keep on going and you are going to finish with a horrible end.
end result. That's option A. Option B, you admit what you are doing is wrong. Suck it up. You confess <laughs> your sins to God and to everyone else. You apologize. But that's it. You are not going all the way through. So you have two options. What do you think you would do? Yeah, if you know what's going to happen, you would take the part B right. and do what you have to do to suck things up and yeah. then have success. And right. you don't want to go right down the wrong path on purpose. If, if you feel in your heart that some things are not right in you, that you are trying to do, accomplish something that is wrong, whatever is that cheating, stealing, whatever is what you are thinking or doing or saying, it's better to stop it right away. Before you know, it goes any further. Absolutely. You know what happened here? These guys, one of, the, one of the brothers, one of Joseph's brothers, said that if I cannot bring Joseph back, <laughs> I'm going to stay in his place. If I cannot bring Benjamin back, sorry. And he said, he said to Joseph and the servant, Please don't do that to us. Let us come back. Let let Benjamin bring let let us bring Benjamin back to my father in Canaan. And keep me as your slave. And keep me. Because I cannot imagine my father going through that he'll, all over. He'll again. die. You know, when, when you live certain experiences in life, you finally become conscientious. <laughs> you are just so conscientious. Imagine you are in your teenager age or early 20s and you see the opportunity to do something in the company to cheat and make extra money here or there or you're just at the beginning of a relationship sentimental relationship and there is someone else that it's just a one-nighter you say if, if you don't have the experience if you don't have the values probably you will do it but when you live the consequences of those actions now you are in your 30s you think you're going to get away with it, but the consequences are going to be later I can't in even life. <laughs> later in life, when we know that the consequences are bad, when we do certain things, we, we become more conscientious and we say no. You know. And you always hear people our age or older saying, "If I had only known then what I know now, I would have never done it because the consequences were horrendous." And you try to share that with a younger generation. Of course, they all think, that's not going to happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> so whether it's because of guilt or because you are responsible, what matters is that you change. Yeah. That's the important thing. So you know what? Today is beautiful. Beautiful day to do things right. It's Saturday. Tomorrow, you can go to church. Yes, you could. You are thinking, me? You are crazy. I'm not a church person. <laughs> yeah, I don't do those things, you know. That's for religious people. I'm not religious, you know. You have no idea how many tattoos I have. <laughs> Come to our church. You'll see some people with some tattoos. <laughs> you, you, you don't know what kind of bad things I do in my life. doesn't matter. Maybe you are, you are thinking, you know, my life is a disaster. You don't want someone like me in your church, Gian. You, you don't want... People like us, like me and, and my partner, because we are not married, <laughs> we live together. You don't want us in your church. 
You know something? God wants everyone in the church. Uh-huh. God loves you. God loves people. And you know, I always hear people say, well, let me fix this part, let me clean this area up in my life, and then I'll come to church. No, you need to come to church now. You need to get right, you know, go to God with your, your um, mistakes. Go to God with your life as, as it is now. He's the one that can only clean it up. You can't clean it up by yourself. People say, I got myself in this mess. I'll get myself out of this mess. No, you are confused. You are the problem. And only God can fix this. So only come to church. Come to church and let him, let him work on your heart. That's when you'll see the changes. Once you start to change and come draw towards him, God is going to draw towards you. And it's going to be a good thing for you to do. Sunday morning, you get up, let's say 8 in the morning, you jump in the shower, you get your t-shirt, and Try. you drive, drive to Victory Church. At 9.30, we have coffee and donuts, and you enjoy the fellowship there. You will see nobody's going to judge you for, oh, for anything. Oh, no. We have you know, all not, walks of life. We are not that kind of people. We are not that We're kind of people. We're very relaxed. and You know, we are just like you. We're just a big family. You know, Tracy and I are just like you. People that made mistakes in life, we messed up big time in our lives. If you only knew. But mm -hmm. the Lord saved us. And He still saves people today. And He wants to save you. He wants to bring you into His kingdom because He loves you. He wants to give you hope. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, Because I know the plans that I have for you. And those plans are to prosper you and give, give you hope. hope. And what else? A good future. And a good future. The future is in the Lord Jesus Christ. And He is the one that will take you right there to heaven. Join us. Yes, tomorrow, um, like you said, 9.30 is coffee and donuts. And from 10 to 11 is our, um, is our service. And we're located at 2400. Oh, yeah. West 81st Street in Odessa, Texas. We're on the off of West County Road and 81st Street. And there's a big sign in front of the property. We have a six-acre property that says Victory Church. And come. You'll you'll enjoy it. I tr trust me, you're going to enjoy it. Come. We're gonna have fun. Until then, we wish you a beautiful day. See you later, friends. Ciao. Ciao.